All right, we're back here with the underground sessions. Uh, this episode today is presented by Low Res Brewery because we're currently at Low Res Brewery drinking some beers and uh, playing some music. Well, we're not playing music because we are not as talented as the people we have on the show. But I'm your host, Dylan Federici. I'm here with Michael Spank, as always. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How you doing? And uh, Christian Chavez, who just usually drinks beer and hangs out. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much my job. Yeah. Now. So uh, our guest today uh, kicks ass, and he uh, we've been trying to get him on for a while. And no, it's not American Grizzly, but if you're listening to this, <laughs> f- you guys. No. <laughs> oh, that's... Well, they're not going to be on now. No, yeah. I know. it's a running joke that they... Uh, <laughs> they won't come on the show. It's a running joke, but it gets more intense every time with Dylan. Dylan yeah, likes just, to like it gets darker step and darker it up every time, every, every single time. But uh, Nathan Graham, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, I want you to know the power of the underground. You just press down in this lever with your thumb, and then. So we just uh, wrapped up. That was probably one of the quickest recording sessions we ever had. You just killed like three takes. <laughs> like, yeah, three like takes take of every each. song. Yeah. It's like, yeah, going to be kind of tough because we're going to be like, I mean, we could use each one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, it's 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 because of this year. Uh, you know, it's like being doing Zoom meetings and things like that and doing Zoom shows. It was I kind of got comfortable being on camera at first. I, I was not. I was just like, ooh, on camera, somebody's got a camera in my face. Ew, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm just kind of like, okay, I, I can I can pretty much do this. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, I'm like, what have you been up to uh, throughout the pandemic? I feel like uh, we yeah. talked to a lot of the guys. Like, I know, like, Pat Egan was like, I literally just wrote the entire time yeah. during the pan- like, pandemic. Yeah, just and it's like writing sessions galore. You know what? I wish I was. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I've spent a lot of time freaking out, like, thinking I wouldn't gonna get back to this yeah so it's you yeah know, i mean it was it was up in the air there for a yeah. while so yeah and i've been writing some but mostly what i've been doing is just putting out content and putting out videos so i've you know like every mm-hmm. week on my instagram page i do um uh riff wednesdays and then acoustic fridays so just to kind of keep myself out there and you know keep going yeah we're big fans of riff wednesdays here. yeah oh, sweet. <laughs> I think the one we saw that we really liked is of course is the guitar thing it's like a white falcon that white and gold oh, the oh yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's not mine that's uh that is uh my partner christina's that's her guitar i feel like we got catfished that's a great guitar <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't have my guitar at the moment so no, she I was like you. you can use mine i was like all right cool cool, cool. Yeah. yeah so uh first song you did was uh somebody else man yeah. um Talk to us a little bit, like, your inspiration for writing that one. That is not about a, a girlfriend or a woman or anything like that. Uh, that is how I felt about music. And, honestly, it was one of those things where I wanted to quit. And I was like, okay, I, I think I'm done here. I think I'm done with music. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm tired of playing for no money and, you know, hopefully begging for a free beer. And then I uh, – Shout out Low Res with yeah. the free beer. With the free beer. <laughs> Which they didn't make me beg for. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. All right, Nathan, you are ready to go. All right, cool. My name is Nathan Graham. This is Underground Sessions, and we're in the Pilsen neighborhood at Low Res Brewing. I'm going to sing some songs I wrote. Sick of waiting on your call. Promise that you'd be there Wouldn't have stayed so long with nobody else The way you treat me ain't fair Said I had something to say Said I had something more Said you never felt this way And I never felt this before Will I be your fool? And I can't help myself Rather take the chance of you breaking my heart And be with somebody else 
show you at your worst. You tell me lies that I'll find a way to compromise till I've got nothing left. Well, I'd be your fool, and I can't help got to that point where I wanted to quit and it's sort of I wanted to personify it as like someone who keeps giving you false hope and then being like it's like well maybe it, maybe this time I'll come through maybe this time I'll like be around and then it's just yeah. you know every time just letting you down but you're gonna keep doing it because you you want to believe that one time they'll come through and it'll be great mm-hmm. yeah so that was so you wanted to maybe quit music so you wrote a song yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But That's, that just sucks you back in, doesn't right. it? Exactly. Yeah. The, the musician struggle, right? Yeah. <laughs> you write a song Paradox. You start showing it to your friends, and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, that song is so good!" And then, um, then I'm like, oh, "Damn it! I guess I'll write an album now." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's that feeling like maybe I can do this. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Maybe I'll keep going. Yeah. Just for I'll give it one more shot. If I if it doesn't work, then maybe I'll think about something else. But. But it yeah. seems like it's working out. You've been uh, so you did that song competition. You were a judge, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it last cool. year. It was a recording king king's ransom competition. So I entered it last year with that song with somebody else, and um, and I won it. And I honestly, I I just put the video up, and I didn't watch any of the other hashtags. I didn't watch any of the other yeah, videos. Yeah. I didn't want to freak out about it. I didn't want to think about it. And then I get this text message, and it was like my friend who had judged the competition. Um, and she was like, congratulations. And I was like, for what? She was like, oh, you won the King's Ransom thing. I was like, oh, oh cool, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. Uh, and then they asked me to come back and, and judge it, and which is odd for me because I don't really like judging people's songs. I don't think that songwriting or music should be a competition. You yeah, know? Or like yeah. a ranking system or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I'll – there's so many musicians right now who wouldn't be, who are influences of all of ours probably. And, uh, that would not be judged well in like an American idol sort of situation, you know, or a songwriting or a voice competition sort of thing, you know? So it's like Nina Simone, you know, it's like if somebody heard Nina Simone sing now, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, but she's one of the most iconic voices in the legend world. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah, I I don't like doing that. But, you know, being able to hear people and, you know, getting getting a chance to kind of listen to uh, people that necessarily wouldn't be heard. That's also a really great thing, you know, because I think the person that won, his name is Corduroy Brown. Yeah, he actually just added us on. uh, Yeah, I was was actually going through your I saw your post where you posted the winner and I, I followed him and. His music's actually pretty good. And yeah, I, I, know, I saw right? him. Yeah, and too he's many got like so far. I know followers or something like that. He yeah. doesn't have a lot of people following him. And if he makes a trip to Chicago, maybe we can. Uh, yeah, record him. Yeah, yeah. You should reach out to him if he do, if he makes a trip. Definitely. Here. But uh, I think he's in West Virginia. Yeah, that's what that's what I saw because he added yeah. like first thing I did was I watched like the first video he had and I was like, man, this dude kicks ass. And then it yeah. was just kind of like, oh, he's in Virginia. I asked him what type of mic he used to. Re- to record his guitar yeah and he was just like that was just an iphone and i was like what was it <laughs> that's nuts well i saw the one video he had like a lav mic like he, yeah. he like ran it and like taped it to his guitar and i was like that's 
Yeah. He was like, that was the only one I didn't do with that microphone. He's like, yeah. I, I did it with an iPhone. I was like, That's oh. funny. He had an it interesting works, story. Man. Yeah. I, uh, I fell down the rabbit hole on Saturday night, and uh, I was looking through it. Like, he had a pretty serious COVID battle there. He did. He was on, like, a respirator. Uh, oh, respir- wow, really? Right? Respirator? Respirator. Yes. There we go. Yeah. We're not doctors. Yeah. yeah. But he was. <laughs> We're musicians. Was, yeah. <laughs> not English teachers. <laughs> but yeah, he had a, a, a bunch of cool fundraisers and everything. And a lot of people were raising money for his hospital bills. And, you know, he made it through, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he was a hell of a songwriter. Yeah. And so, I mean, with competitions, it's a double edged sword with me because I don't like judging music. But I would have never heard about him if I didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. You get to I taste everyone else's we, ideas. Yeah. yeah. You know? I. Well, I feel like coming from that mentality, too, and then going into a situation where you're, um, I guess, I don't want to say judging because you just said you don't like judging other artists, but uh, yeah. I guess it, it becomes more of a collaborative thing than, than judging. You can say, mm-hmm. like, oh, I really like this aspect, and I think you need to lean into this aspect more, and, like, rather than being like, uh, yeah, no, you're, uh, I'll give it a four out of ten, and you're, <laughs> you know. So, right, right. So I... Uh, I think that's that's kind of cool because, like you were talking about, like the American Idol s- style of musician right. almost is it's like they just it's either like you're great, you're going on, or it's like you suck, go home. There's no right. Like, well, no, that's not that's not always true because I did I used to watch American Idol like any musician did, um, but I would realize that Simon Cowell would be really awful to people. Yeah, but. He would also give them advice, and the ones who could kind of peel through all that awfulness and find the advice, they did better each time. And that was so. It's like he kind of he had to be like the heavy sort of in yeah. that you know in that situation. Um, but he did give good advice, and one once they did take it, it was like, oh okay, this person got better. <laughs> and he, they actually could wade through all the like can I yeah. say bullshit. Can I say that? Wade through all the bullshit. We'll, we'll cut it out if we need to. It's all good. Yeah, um, to get to the. The good parts okay. of what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. And I always feel, too, it seems like the runners-up or the third place, they always actually have, like, an actual career. Yeah, they, they well. usually, are. I feel I mean, like, are more successful than yeah. the, the person yeah. who wins. Because even in, uh, like, Last Comic Standing, all these huge comics that are out now, mm-hmm. they're all, like, the second and third place runner winners. Or, you know, they, yeah. the, or the guys that got canceled in, like, the semifinals. I think all, the only winner, did Eliza, Eliza Schlesinger, did she win? Last I don't think standing? she won. I thought she was a runner-up. I could okay. be wrong. Yeah. Where's where's our person Googling stuff? Intern. Gavin. <laughs> Thanks, bud. We'll get team. back to you in a minute. Um, I didn't I didn't brush up on my uh whole American Idol knowledge and everything. See, I I was never into it. Like I just uh the only one I got kinda into when it came out was like the voice, but now even that's become more of like a game show, I feel like, than a like yeah. when it first came out, I feel like it was a good. The concept was cool. It's yeah. like, oh, once you're pretty good, like talent wise, is like we can get professionals to find essentially sharpen your knife. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really, and then, exactly. And, then, and then you're yeah. unstoppable at that point. Mm-hmm. All right, intern. She won Peaky Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. She did there, we yeah. there we go. Yeah. So yeah, she's but she, and she's huge now. Like I went to go buy her uh, Elijah Schlesinger's tickets for November. She's coming here. Yeah. And it was just like. It was one hundred eighty dollars. I was like, "Damn, yeah. like she's doing yeah. well." Nice. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty awesome, good, though, man. It's like Kevin Hart prices. Yeah, for crazy. real. Yeah, but I mean, that's awesome, man. I mean, like, I think it's cool to see someone doing it like that, especially coming from like that kind of a, an atmosphere. Someone coming up through the ranks and stuff like that. Yeah. Because um, some people, I mean, it's not it, it, the thing about competitions. It's like it, this is not. It's the easiest time to get into music, and it's the hardest time to get into music. Absolutely. Because of the fact that you do have, you, you know, I can go to DistroKid and, you know, upload 20 songs. Yeah. You know, I can, I can do that now. And before, you know, before streaming and Spotify, you really, you had to have a record label. You had to have a, had distribution. You mm-hmm. had to have all this stuff to do that. Mm-hmm. But now it's like if you've got a MacBook and a good, pretty good microphone, you can record an entire album. Yeah, absolutely. And be Billie Eilish. You yeah, know, it's yeah. Like, and but it's so that's the easy part of it. But there's also a lot of music coming out, and how do you cut through the static? The competition. Yeah. What makes you special exactly. from the thousand? So other. it's like exactly. And then when you have those competitions, it's like, oh, these people don't. You know, a lot of times you look into their background, they don't have the means to play with other people. Uh, they don't have the means to record themselves. So mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, I'm gonna sing what I can into this crappy iphone camera and yeah. see what happens on the other side and Absolutely. they do it yeah yeah well i uh, think um 
that's an interesting point with like technologies versus like like the ease of use compared to like the qualities i know like uh jack white i'm a huge fan of his and he did an interview one time and said basically like like pro tools and ableton and all that stuff he's like it's the bane of my existence and one of the greatest things that's ever happened yeah he's like because it's it's so easy for these people who are talented and don't really have an outlet to spend a hundred bucks get a program and start recording their album and he goes but it's also it makes it so easy yeah. to record your stuff that it's like he's like there's no struggle in it kind of thing there's no like like he is a big proponent of he plays you know guitars that are bent necks and all this kind of stuff and right. he likes to kind of like struggle he, he through to, to yeah, yeah fight through to like record his stuff and it's like these he's like there's none of that when you can just be like oh all i need is a midi keyboard and i can record a full band like so it's it's an interesting uh yeah i i also feel as if sometimes because i every once in a while you hear people talk about uh oh, they're not real musicians because they're DJs, or they're not real musicians because they use MIDI instruments. And it's just like, no, that's a very just like uh, rockist way of looking at how to make yeah. music. Because not everybody knows how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Not everybody learns how to play drums. And, you know, it, you know, that's the thing. If a kid still has, if they still have this idea that they want to get down on record, on you know, on record, and they know, okay, I know I can hit this. I know how to do this. I know how to sample. I know how to pull things. You're still making music. You're just yeah. not doing it in the way that, like, you know, maybe yeah, I guess physically, yeah. like well, the Rolling yeah. Stones lovers of the world. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's like it, you know, part of that too, though, is I feel like like people are like, oh, it's all electronic, it's all MIDI, whatever. It's not real music, and it's like most MIDI keyboard, they're they're piano like bass, right? Like yeah. everything, even if you're doing it all on the computer, like the the VSTs and stuff on mm-hmm. a on a recording software, it's still all based off of like a piano scale yeah so it's like you still have to like understand which notes to hit and put where like exactly even if you don't have the equipment available to like just because you're not playing it on an actual like grand piano or a Rhodes. yeah that's that's exactly yeah and it's like the Rhodes thing is one that comes up all the time right and because people are like oh it doesn't sound the same and it's like well some people can't get one you know (laughs) they're expensive and they're heavy it took dylan five years yeah it took dylan five actually more than well Five years of looking. I've been friends Five with him for a long time, and he's been, one. he's been annoying me about uh, a Rhodes for quite a while. But I got one. Yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, we drove three hours. I drove him three hours to go pick up one. Well, you have an SUV. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I have a Jetta, dude. Like, I can't yeah, fit you're a not going to fit a full isn't that, isn't that the, the crappy thing about having a, a giant car? Is like your friends are just Everyone like, asks hey. You. Yeah, that, that's why it's reluctant. It's like, <laughs> I, I want to pick up. You're like... Uh, do you have a Sunday free? Like, I need uh, you to like pick up everything. Can in the you world. just drive me to Milwaukee to go buy this <laughs> piano from the like, 70s? <laughs> I have an SUV, but like, what's asking for getting a pickup? Yeah. Because everyone's going to ask you to help them move. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and even like people you don't even talk to that just know you have a pickup. Like, hey, man. Exactly. You're like, oh. I'm going to get a pickup and dunce and be like, hey, there's this baby grand piano in Minnesota. Can you just help me bring it over? You want to cruise to Iowa real quick? I mean, and it's awful because like you know he maybe is like the only option. You're like, I don't. Yeah. I'm a nice guy, but like, like. <sighs> I'm also. I also think I'm. I'm done with helping people move. Like, especially if they say like, you know, it's like, hey, come help me move. I got pizza and beer. I'm like, a, I'm 31. Fact, I need dude. gas money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for like, real, like, I don't need pizza and beer. That's what I just helped Mike. Mike move into his place uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm like, this is the last one. I'm out of it. The last I'm, out, I'm out of the, the game after one. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is turning into like uh, my two cents. Yeah, kind of pretty thing. much. Yeah. Everyone put their feelings out on the table it's, now. It's just <laughs> angry. Mid twenty, mid yeah. to late twenty something. Forget music. <laughs> let's just rant about the world. Yeah, this is secretly no, a therapy um, session, Nathan. Yeah. So. Ex- yeah, well, <laughs> that's usually how this turns into. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a. Um, but you know, going back to you know, like making music and uh, especially with like Jack White, you know, it's he's got you know he's now gotten to the point where he's afforded all the things that he can. You know, he can afford to do that. Yeah, yeah. it's super easy yeah. for him. Like, uh, did you ever watch the documentary? It's called American Epic. No. So he did. Um, he found. I think they said there's only a handful of these systems remaining in the world, and it's like literally a microphone that runs into a machine that cuts something straight into vinyl. Right, and that's yeah. at his. Um, that's at his uh, shop in Nashville. Yep. But yeah. he, um, there's only a handful of them mm. left, and there's only you know three or four that are still working. Yeah. And it's like he did this whole documentary of having modern artists come in and record on the system and be like. Like, here's how cool it sounds of 
but it, I remember this. Yeah, but it's like he can he can afford that. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's it's great to say like, yeah, everything should be cut straight to wax and everything should be on vinyl. But right. it's like, man, how is even people who are semi successful able to afford something like that or be able to afford to record on something like that? Yeah, you know? I think he did. Didn't he do Neil Young's album? Yeah. On that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did one with Beck too. Okay. It's a whole. Yeah, bunch I mean, of stuff. is that the same? Um, um, that was one because he had like Alabama shakes in there, yeah. and was that mm-hmm. the one where they cut in the they're in the back and they're like, well, can you adjust the volume? Yeah, and he's he goes like, step, step forward. forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. He's like, that's, that's all you get. Yeah, they were like asking him. They're like, oh, can you can you drop this frequency, this and that? And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, volume up, and he like takes a step forward. And he goes volume down, and he takes a step back. <laughs> <laughs> Man, is this all in the the blue room? No, it was uh, it was I don't remember where they did it, but I know like Elton John co-produced it, and then uh, there was someone famous who like directed it. Uh-huh. But it was it was yeah. really cool. If you haven't checked it out, I would I would definitely I'll check that go out. Yeah, because I've really been into like podcasts and uh, and documentaries this year. Yeah. Like, well, I'm glad you came on our podcast. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's like you know, when making music and and however you want to do it, I'm I'm supportive of it. You yeah. Know, it's not. You know, I used to teach. Uh, I used to teach music and teach guitar and. You know, there were so many times when, you know, some of the, a lot of the parents would be like, you know, they'd come in and they'd say like, oh, we're, they're going to learn how to play a real instrument. And it's like, okay, real instrument. All yeah. right. You know, and. Does it make noise? It's yeah, an instrument. It doesn't make noise. <laughs> yeah. can, they, can they get their thoughts and ideas out? And then it, you know, it turns into this musical form, like at the end of it, then it's music. You know, that was one of the biggest arguments that I've ever had with someone was, um, was like if digital recording and sampling and things like that was real music. And it's like, yeah, of course it is. Absolutely. I mean, you, you look know. at uh, someone like uh, Kanye West, like the oh, way he samples you, and stuff like that. I'm glad just, you brought him up because I bring him up in every interview. Yeah. And I feel <laughs> <There> like, <laughs> let's go. Let's, um, let's do this. Um, but no, like, I mean, you want to talk about uh, guys that like can turn samples and other people's art into something completely brand new and yeah. art in itself. It's like, that's, He's got to be what top three in yeah. production I, uh, as far as like well, sampling and stuff like that goes. And the samples like, he has, it's awesome because he yeah. goes back, you know, sixty years of like music, sixty year old music. And, and I'm, I'm actually listening to a podcast right now with him on it. It's dissect, and um, it's this guy named Cole Kushner, and he dissects all these albums, and it's really awesome. I gotta oh, check cool. that out. Um, that sounds right up my alley. And he's doing this. Uh, he's doing Jesus, you know, right now, and uh, you know, and he does it track by track and he you know he even goes through the samples and everything that's cool and not only is kanye like grabbing samples that are really cool and like obscure but it actually fits the theme of the song absolutely it's like yeah yeah. there's this one uh track um i think it's new slaves and at the end of it there's a hungarian singer at the end of it and he's um singing about like being tired and you know, yeah. it's like, and and the, the you know the sun's not shining and things like that, and it's just like, that's that's really cool to me that he's even picking the picking the samples, the samples for for the mood the of the song. Of the yeah, song. that's awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's one of those things too. You may not even notice it because it just kind of flies through the song. Yeah, because yeah. it just fits so naturally. Yeah, yeah. Or like uh, he, he also does um, the ep- the season before that he does Beyonce, mm-hmm. and Beyonce was picking. Uh, uh, poems from I can't remember the name of the the. Can you? Uh, I'm going to ask the intern. Yeah. Can you can you look up the <laughs> poet that Beyonce used for Lemonade? Because it's she's an amazing poet, but she was like using every poem to kind of like start the song. Interesting. So it's like so yeah. she was using a different poem. It's like exactly. She's like sampling, cool. but she's like sampling herself, but sampling this artist and. Yeah, it, that's know, wild. That's, yeah, that's that's beautiful. I gotta say though, going back to Kanye, I went and saw Kanye West on the Yeezus tour. Really? It was the wildest show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was like four hours of like, was dude, it like the a, stage was like spring loaded. He was like 15, 20 feet in the air, like getting launched into the. <laughs> what's I've, happening? I've had this it, conversation. Wasn't it like a three sixty? Like it was in the middle. It was yeah, like people. It was could in the middle over. of uh, a yeah. United Center. Yeah. So like the whole area where like you know the Hawks play or uh, the Bulls play. And it was like that whole area was the stage, and there was right. like these crazy, like there was like a mountain in it, and this like monster was like climbing over the mountain, like through the whole. I'm just like, what is happening right now? 
That was like the most Kanye West thing I've ever seen in my life. I've had this conversation with one of my, my best friends, Vaughn, and I don't like when he raps, but everything else he does, he's just absolutely genius about it. Well, he's, he throws himself into everything, and it's... Like know, any, anything yeah. he produces, or intern. That's it. Warsan, Warsan, uh, Warsan Shire. Shire. Repeat okay. that, because the mic's not going to pick him up. Yeah. Warsan Warsan Shire. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's the poet that Beyonce was using for. So whenever you hear her speaking in the in Lemonade, okay, those poems are by her, by Warsan Shire, and that yeah, that's wild. Like I'll, I'll have to reading, go back and re-listen to some of that because it's like, and watch um, the videos with it. Yeah. Because it yeah, and Cause every. It's yeah. not really my realm of music. Um, I'm usually a lot more into like the older blues kind of stuff, and even yeah. you know, when I go modern with stuff, it's a lot more blues influenced and stuff like that. So I'll have to I'll have to go back and re-listen to some of that. Yeah, I've I've just been kind of like you know, especially when it comes to songwriting, uh, you know, I have to listen to so many different things, mm-hmm. and you know, I can't just because it's like you know, when I first started off playing music, it was all like Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, you know, yeah, people yeah, like that, all the big names, and, yeah. And I got in, I got into that, but then as I started like trying to figure out, okay, how do I want to craft a song? Um, you know, I started listening to every other genre and being like, okay, what? Well, how did they do this here? How did you know Simon and Garfunkel do this really cool thing here? How did uh, you know uh, Beyonce do this really cool thing here? And you know. And make you feel that way when you listen to it. You yeah, know, it's like when the, you know the first couple minutes. There's no lyrics yet, but it's like okay, I I know exactly how I'm supposed to feel in this. Yeah, I mean, so. you even go to uh, some of the newer stuff, like um, like I know Christian's a huge fan of Mac Miller, but like what was a song 2009 where it's just like that orchestra intro and everything like that. It's like there's no words yet or anything, and it's like a minute into the song, you're just like. This is gonna be heavy. <laughs> like, yeah. just, you can tell like, right away. It's like, I already know. Not like, a happy song, yeah. you know. Well, if you want to go full circle uh, on that lemonade album, circles. What? <laughs> Mac also, Mac Miller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, like, Jack White wrote, helped uh, Beyonce write that song, Lemonade. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, six, uh, he performed it at uh, Sunday Night Live. I did not know that. Yeah, he did. Six Inch Heels. Oh, don't hurt yourself. No. Don't hurt yourself. That's Don't hurt yourself. That's yeah. the one. Well, then a few and years ago, he did a Tribe Called Quest album, too. Yeah. He, like, produced the whole thing. Dude, I'm, I'm learning right now. <laughs> that thing was, that was an awesome album. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he, he did really good, and Beyonce just, like, adapted that kind of style and made it hers, and it was really she, well done. Apparently, she, like, saw him at a party and was just like, I want to be in a band with you. And he was like, uh, Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say no? Beyonce uh, said yeah. that to me. I'd be yeah. like the same answer. Yeah. 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 I will drop everything in, in my life right yeah. now. What do you, where do you, you need me to my be? Job? How I'll long do, do you need I'll me to be it. there? I'll sell my house right now. Yeah. I don't care. We'll, no. I will sell everything I own your right now. Your studio, mine, what do you got? Yeah. I will live in your pool house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. With Jay-Z, because he's not living in the main house anymore, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> That's another subject. Yeah. We're not kidding. In the, <laughs> it's in the doghouse, that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, music. Um, oh, man. Specifically Nathan's music. Specifically Nathan's Because I can talk about music. albums all day, so you yeah, guys no, know. No, no, I know. Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're all pretty much in the same vein when it comes to like diving deeper into like music and, and yeah. figuring out where this part came from and that kind of thing. And that's uh, – I was always into that, but then, you know, when I started hanging out with Christian more, that, that kind of went into overdrive of, like, trying to find samples and all the cool stuff. And Yeah. Like, uh, well, because then we started getting into Mac Miller, and we started talking about certain songs from his mixtapes, and then we get into yeah. Duke Ellington. and Yeah, you go to, yeah. to Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. Next uh, thing we know, we're just, like, 100 years into music. Yeah. that's how, I mean, that's honestly how I started playing music. It was – I learned – you know, my dad was a huge fan of like rock music and blues and, and a lot of a lot of country music and uh, singer songwriter sort of stuff. And my mom just loved everything. Um, and you know, so I would watch interviews with people, or li- or read interviews with people, and they would talk about an artists that influenced them. So I go back and listen to that artist, and then mm-hmm. they talk about that artist, and I was like, so I I went all the way back and then kind of like made a through line to where I wanted to be. So I was like, okay, yeah. well, where do I want to sit? Yeah, where do all you know? these where do all these dots connect yeah. along along the way? Yeah. So well, I mean it's yeah. even with the people that are like, oh, when you sample music, you're not really making music or talented. It's like, well if yeah. you play guitar, 
you know, all those licks you played, who played that before them and oh, then before yeah. that, and then who inspired that person. It's like yeah. those well, licks aren't new. It's such an empty You're argument, too. I mean, you almost, look at, but yeah, <laughs> you look at, like, uh, Zeppelin, dude. Zeppelin's one of the greatest rock bands of all time, and it's like all their stuff was Sold. at the very <laughs> least. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, I mean, for real, though, like, at the very least, heavily influenced by <laughs> yeah. old blues stuff. And, I mean, some of them were just straight up, like, yeah, rips. You yeah. listen to Jimmy Page, and he has a very distinct style, and you can yeah. kind well, of not, trace not, the I mean, lineage. Just the way that he plays, but I'm saying like the the lyricism and the, the songwriting, a lot of those were just kind of like, I don't want to say like folk or Delta Blues songs, but they were just kind of like handed down. Like nobody really right. knew who wrote it. You know, like there's covers of Lead Belly doing them and uh, all those old Delta Blues guys, but it's like they didn't write those. It all just kind of came from – yeah, some Somewhere. random place yeah. along I, the line. I guess that's that's where like I, I you know it's like when I hear uh, you know because I, I love all music, um, but when I hear like you know rock and roll heads talk, kind of talk bad about hip hop, I'm just kind of like, and then they, it's like, oh, you love Led Zeppelin? Oh man, I love Led Zeppelin. Just like okay, whole lot of love. That's not their song. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, no, 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 for real. <laughs> It's like so. If you want to talk shit about that, like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get into it. They you sampled know? this song. I don't like it. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, you know. Big fan of Nirvana's uh, "Where Did You Sleep Last Night." So <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's not. not it's not their song. Yeah. <laughs> um, Went yeah. down the rabbit hole with that one, I think, because Kid Cudi did a. I didn't realize yeah. how many songs. I, a few weeks ago, I yeah. Kid Led Cudi wrote. Kid Cudi did a cover of Nir- <laughs> well, not of Nirvana, but lineage goes Kid Cudi, Nirvana, and then Lead Belly. Yeah, yeah. But like, I went down the rabbit hole on that one. Dude, yeah. Lead Belly is a crazy rabbit hole to go down to. Yeah, because it's cause like like some of his stuff. It's like it doesn't even make sense that it ended up being the song that people know. You know, yeah. like um, yeah, it was just like where, how did that get here in 2021? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is not even that. It's a lot of it too. Is like I said, is it's just kind of a song that has been around and just yeah. passed down. And like a lot of a lot of stuff came from, especially folk music came from just stories and that story turned into a song. And then yeah. people started making instruments and that they started putting those words to songs. And then all of a sudden there's people yeah. popping up, performing them and making money off of them. And it's like, well, exactly. It's not really yours, but <laughs> you know, yeah. this is a cliche, but music's timeless. It is. Yeah. yeah. I hate to say that. Because it sounds like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, but it, it, cannon. <laughs> can't help it. It's like it really is. Like I, I think about, you know, it's like I think about the albums that I was listening to when I was writing, uh, the, you know, the the two songs that y'all, well, the three songs that y'all heard, you know, I think about where I went back to. So, you know, somebody else, fake friends, and I'll get it right. All three of those are kind of like me paying tribute to Motown songs that I love. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, like I can that see was, that 100%. You know, and then, you know, I'll get it right was definitely, you know, like Marshall Tucker, like, you know, can't you yeah, see? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's anything that, you know, anything that, that happens that, you know, people listen to, it just gets run through the collective and it comes out some something else. Absolutely. You know, and that's what, you know, you have to, you, nothing is an original idea you know ever ever is an original idea and i think that this idea of oh it's organic or it's original or it's blah 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 and it's just like it's just a lot of buzzwords you know mm-hmm. yeah. like everybody's kind of taken from everybody else and yep. you know you you know everything that you see in your day everything you listen to and everything you read goes into your writing it goes into your your guitar mm-hmm. playing. you know melodies even like vocal melodies go into what i'm doing on a guitar solo absolutely you know yeah. it, it's you know i, I even you know used you know, even in I'll get it right. You know, it's like I'd rather die young than fade away. That's that's Neil Young. Yeah. You know, it's like, am I a bad songwriter because of that? Who the hell no. knows? But you know, it's too good of a line not to put in something. Yeah, dude. I, mean, I got to use it because it makes sense. Because it was like, you know, at the time yeah. when I was writing that song, I was in the back of a tour bus, and again, you know, thinking about like I had 15 bucks in my pocket. And I'm just like, I want to go home. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I haven't had like a meal that wasn't covered in grease in like the last month yeah and i just want to it's like but i'd rather be doing this than working a nine-to-five job for the rest of my life and just fade into the yeah for sure Mm -hmm. you know so at least somebody there felt what i was doing that night Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean i think uh 
when we go back to that kind of thing, we we talked about it. I don't, you know, if you listen to some of our past episodes, we yeah. talk about it a ton. Is kind of like the argument of like originality versus authenticity, mm-hmm. and I think the difference between that is like the songs that really speak to people, mm-hmm. even if it's a cover or even if it's something that's kind of based off of something else, is like the authenticity. You know, one of the things that like to me when I first listened to like Otis Redding. Mm. Was it was just like you believe every single word that he sings. Exactly, you know what I'm like saying. You can tell that there's it's like not there's fake. no like exactly. you can just you can you know, like it's just a human. You like you can feel that. Yeah, you're just like he's actually meaning this. It's not just something he's saying yeah. as an entertainment mm-hmm. purpose. You listen and to like Etta James, I'd rather go blind. You know, it's like okay, that is. It's like yeah, either, yeah. It's like you look at that and you're just like, oh, all right, yeah. I got I know exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really regret letting you buy that Etta James album at 606. <laughs> <I know. bro. laughs> Shout out 606 Records, dude. 606 is the best. Um, but no, we were yeah, we were at the record store the other day, and I already had like four albums in my hand, and uh, I found uh, At Last from Etta James, and I was just like... The yellow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I don't need to spend an extra 30 bucks. Mike's like, oh, so is, that, is that Etta James? Mm-hmm. Mike? Yeah, you can buy it. <laughs> you it was great. It there was no struggle. I just asked who it was. <laughs> and I was like, like, sweet. Like, man. And, and then it's my collection. Yeah. And now, you, like, you got to make those, like, it's that crucial moment in a record store where you got to like, which one do I got to get rid of, like, dude? All right. I got five of you. Yeah. <laughs> Only take three. I can take three. Which yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, the thing is, is, like, every time we go to 606, I ask True. Uh, yeah. Like, I just go, like, pick something out for me. Like, I'm just like, dude, I just. I don't, like the one time we, the first time we went in there, I think he was like, like, how weird do you want to get with it? And I was like, I'm in for is weird. He had an answer got, right away. Yeah. And he goes, I got you. Like, he was he goes, waiting for somebody to he's, ask he him that. He was waiting so he's all like, day for album. somebody <laughs> like me to come in and just say, give me the weirdest shit you got on the shelves. And actually, uh, they're like a couple blocks away if you want to go. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're yeah. probably going to stop by they're there. Probably yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, but no. no, so we, um. He's like, I got you. He's like, this one, this dude yeah. recorded this all on a four track in his apartment in Sweden or whatever it was. <laughs> and he's like, it's like some weird Latin loop jazz. And I'm like, you got me at weird guy recording it on a four track in his apartment, dude. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, this is exactly what I'm looking there's, for. There's only one album that I'm really searching for right now. And it's, a, it's an album called Leaf Hound Growers of Mushroom. And it's this really that weird... That sounds weird, but I'm, yeah, I'm a fine one. It's, it's an odd... <laughs> that's, that's my jam There's right some there. odd albums weird on stuff, out there. And bro. I was like, eh, this is a little weird, but I kind of dig it. I'm Dude, like, you got to go to 606. They yeah. got, they've got the hookup when it comes to like obscure... Yeah. And, and like I said, dude, just ask, ask Drew. He's the man. Yeah. Yeah. He's Every yeah. time I go in there now, just like find me something. Just well, he had a really cool video come out this week, which is in three weeks past from when this episode comes out, uh, with Vans Shoes. Which I'm a oh, huge yeah, fan. they featured him for uh, Record Store Day. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. was describing how he specializes in local Chicago musicians. Oh, which is so cool. Yeah. So he does a lot of local stuff, and he does a lot of like underground stuff, which is uh, works with our name. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, we're into because we're the underground Almost sessions, sessions. <laughs> um, not above ground. <laughs> we're, not above ground. we're under it. We're under. Uh, it. So, so what's what what you, what questions do you have for me? What's what's because uh, like I said, I could talk albums all day. Oh yeah, yeah, we could. This will be a four-hour podcast. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty excited because yesterday I found a uh, Neil Young album of Harvest original yeah. pressing at a thrift shop. Oh my god, that's a How steal, bro! Uh, I got it for twenty-five. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. With no, no, the no. Uh, lyric sheet in the inside, the poster, <laughs> okay. like in perfect condition. I'm actually really thrilled about that. Yeah, <laughs> probably more than I should be. <laughs> no one he else told that. He's just happy that like he struck day. a deal because he yeah. talked her down. Yeah. yeah, no one else is excited about that. I'm no, very I'm excited. excited. It's an awesome it. album. We're all excited for you. Yeah, we're all you. excited for you. That's what I wanted. Yeah, we're all excited for you. Where do you live? Uh, <laughs> he's got so a good. He's album got a good currently. He's got a good collection, bro. <laughs> it's it's where do you live? Where's the hall? In the living room, there's a bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> is there something I have to go under? Is there a dog? Like, do I need to bring there's, treats? There's a dog. Okay. <laughs> and he's scary looking, but he does, he's not very no, threatening. I will, I will, unfortunately, he, he, does. he moves very slow, yeah. <laughs> especially on hardwood floor. He's a dog, but he's not much of a dog, so that doesn't help me. Uh, anyway, way to go, Blue. Um, yeah, so you you mentioned uh, fake friends. Honestly, that was probably like twenty minutes ago because we went in a, yeah, we down went our album out. rabbit hole. But you mentioned uh, fake friends. Uh, I'm curious what I know. You said it was kind of like the the Motown sound that was the inspiration. Yeah. Was there any artist in particular that was kind of 
speaking to you when you wrote that? Um, well, Nathaniel Rayliff was a, was a big one for uh, for this this album. I was listening to a lot of that, and then that song essentially was you know because he does a lot of songs that, that don't they're, they're a chorus but it's they don't yeah. have any words yeah, yeah yeah and i love that i love that I about agree. him yeah it's like the wordless chorus sort of thing and then um you know i would you know i guess i would say that that song is about you the people that you keep around in your life that aren't necessarily friends but they kind of validate your bad ideas so it's like you you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, like that's a bad a idea. music podcast? <laughs> <laughs> during, during a pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> but no, not, I mean, <laughs> not those bad ideas. This is a good idea. But just like, you know, it's like, oh, let's go do this, and let's go do this stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, I got It's you. just like, all right, I'll go. I guess I'll go with you. Yeah, you know, no, no, I like, got you. And then you kind of, you want to do it anyway, so it's you're just kind of like, uh yeah, yeah, someone sure. else like, said yeah. ride go, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go watch him. So it's like I gotta go make sure that he doesn't get in trouble, and then you for end up sure. getting yeah, way more yeah. trouble. So someone said yes yeah. for me. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I would. I, I mean, again, it's like especially with this album, it was a lot of Otis Redding, a lot of Nathaniel Rateliff, a lot of um, a lot of Etta James. Uh, you know, uh, just I love that. Like you know, that four on the floor, just like quick. Yeah. Get, 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 get. Yeah. You know, it's like that always got me in the morning, got me up in the morning when my mom wanted to clean stuff in the house. So <laughs> oh, it was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. wanted, like, I wanted to make an album that would somebody would play on Sundays when they needed to clean stuff around the house. That's you. my favorite yeah. kind of album. Get you up and <laughs> so driven. Yeah. So speaking of albums, are you working on something right now? Uh, well, there's two songs I know that you I were... have working on, and then well, this one's not out yet. I was gonna say I know you released yeah. Fake Friends as a single. That's exactly. why I'm asking if you got an album coming. Yeah, out. there's a whole album behind that. So there's uh, nine right. songs. Yeah, nine tracks on that. We've been speculating for a while. <laughs> I just, so for a while, <laughs> we're like I, we're I, waiting. I, you know, I really like Fake Friends, and I've been listening to your two songs on Spotify. Yeah, I cannot wait for more. Yeah. Yes, it's it's coming. We all Please. have. Yeah. Please. Yeah. There's Let a whole album know. behind that. Um, actually, somebody else and I'll get it right are on those on this album. So, yeah. I recorded that back in 2019. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting to the point where it's like I want help releasing the album. Like I yeah, don't yeah, want to. Yeah. Like I, you know, it's like I've done the whole like distributing myself, and it's it's a little rough. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm gonna hold on to it, and me and my manager Tom, we're still we're, we're working out how to how to put it out. But that's awesome. That's nice. You're working at? Uh, are you doing it in one studio? You kind of uh, doing wherever you that, can. Actually, that song was recorded in a rehearsal space. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Some really nice microphones, but yeah. in a rehearsal space. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, uh, Mike Mamoni, he um, he asked me over Thanksgiving, of, I think it was like 2019, and he goes like, oh, yeah, 2000, yeah, 2019, and he was just like, hey, man, uh, do you want to, do you want to record a, an album? And I was like, yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, I think so. Intriguing offer. Yeah, so he um, he has me over to his uh, his rehearsal space. He was like, well, who do you want to play on it? And I had play, been playing with his band for a little bit called The Mutts. And I uh, was playing with his band and uh, the two guys, Bob Buckstaff and Ian Tassan, they were playing. And I was like, I, I just like them. So yeah. Like, so let's, yeah, yeah. can I just do The Mutts with me? And he was just like, sure. So we got in there. We recorded. I think we recorded every Tuesday and Sunday because that's the days that's I have awesome, work. Yeah. So I was like, we get in there like Tuesday at, at noon, go until like six o'clock, and we get on there Sunday at like five o'clock and go until like midnight, and we recorded all the songs that way. Yeah. So do we have an ETA? Nope. Did you give us a date? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I don't have a date yet. Um, Can you press it to vinyl? <laughs> we that's will. That's the next question. Will you really? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we will be the first. Well, yes, yeah. there's three customers now. Yeah, that's right away. You got three copies sold. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's something I always want to do. Is I always, anytime I put out anything, I want to press it to vinyl. I never okay. want to just have it digital. You got to right sign now. it for us. Yeah, yeah. I got right. you. Some, well, we'll maybe we'll buy an get extra. Get some pre-orders ready already. The, the studio in Michigan too. That'd be yeah. dope. Some pre-order forms. Yeah. Man, t-shirts so and vinyl. That's, that's the two things I always, I always need. All right. I've always wanted like a vinyl album that was like someone you first. Met. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's not an easy process. No, no, no. Yeah. So it it, it takes so work. It's a big deal. And at least have something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's y'all will be the first three to have. Well, well, no, you'll you'll be the second three to have a copy. Top my, ten. My parents, <laughs> my parents need a copy first. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. they always that. need we'll a that. copy each. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, parents. Right. So, I mean, yeah. Like I can't give us. them. I can't. Like if I gave my mom a copy of the album, my dad would be like, "Oh, so I don't get one." I'm just like, <laughs> oh, "All right, all right." Yeah, all right. right. You guys don't share it. It's like, "Oh, we got to share one." I made I made that mistake once. I on my first. So I didn't join right away, but I, after they included me, I gave a shout-out to my mom. And my dad's like, where was my shout-out? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's know. right. I, I totally spaced on that. Yeah. I remember, oh, I remember editing that. I am like, wow, your, your dad just <laughs> yeah, my left parents, out, man. <laughs> both my parents would drive me to shows and uh, when I was, like, 15 and couldn't, couldn't really get in the – wasn't supposed to be getting in the bars. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, they drove me to shows and, like, drove me back at 3 a.m., so they, they get all the stuff first. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. But they were into the whole music scene and the music career that you're having. Yeah. Oddly enough, it. Both of my parents are very, very supportive. Even when I was, mm-hmm. like I said, at that low point, I was like, I think I'm, I'm done. Um, they were both like, you really love this. You should keep doing it. And I was like, wow, that's it's like most parents would be like, oh, thank God. Now I can get a real job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It was. Yeah. But they were they were very supportive. So that was good. And now we get to have you here. Yeah. yeah. Because of them, yeah, it's all it's all coming full circle. Yeah, that exactly. Was, that was kind of I know it was a similar situation for me. I mean, for for years I was trying to play in bands and trying to find people that fit the same musical style and mm-hmm. this and that, and it was kind of kind of hard to fit into a scene. And it was like you know, probably a year before we started this, I'm like, I guess uh, it'll just be a hobby. You know, yeah. I guess it, it's not going to be something. And so last year it was just like you know what? Finally, I was like, dude, we, maybe we're not performing, but we're gonna do something with music that we love doing and we love talking to people and because i mean the whole reason we started this was kind of our favorite part of playing shows was sitting down after a gig with somebody yeah you know sitting down with the other people on the bill and having a beer and being like so how'd you do that like or or what were you working on with that and that's kind of the vibe we wanted to to start this off with and that's it's kind of evolved from there and there's a there's a woman that i uh my partner introduced me to and uh she runs this thing called Project 21, and she does Project 28, uh, uh, 28 projects in the month of February. And mm-hmm. the tagline was, it doesn't have to be great, it doesn't have to be good, it just has to be something. And I love that. And it's like, it's just art. And just, yeah. It's got to be something. you got to put something out there. Absolutely. So, yeah. You just, you can't judge art. Art is... You can't judge yourself. That's that's yeah. really because yeah. so you do you never put anything out. Yeah, we, and then we're you just sit there and real deep. rewrite rewrite everything. Yeah. I judge yeah. my myself all the time. Yeah, I hate I, my I almost exclusively judge myself. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when it's two a.m. and I'm editing podcasts, it's a if he situation. We yeah. might just call it quits right there every week. It's How a, many times have I complained about hearing my own voice? Every time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, because you think of it sounds a certain way in your head, oh, and you yeah, hear it back, and just like, oh my god, what the hell that was awful. That? Yeah, yeah. How do people talk to me? But uh, <laughs> anyways, we are uh, almost out of time, man. Uh, what do you got coming up? I know you were telling us a little bit about a show coming up. Yeah, July third um, at Navy Pier. That's awesome. Man. Oh, that's actually were, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's going that's going to be the probably the most people I've been around in quite a quite a while. They're gonna have fireworks show, I'm sure, and. Because they always have a fireworks show for for July. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna. I'm be playing cool. right before the fireworks show. I'm opening for the fireworks show. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> that's, <laughs> there you go, oh, that's sick. Yo, we that's gotta go. Yeah, we gotta take a trip. We out gotta there. do it. Um, we'll, we'll we'll be there for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the songs are um, uh, "Fake Friends" and "I Shall Be Released." They're on Spotify. Yeah. So go stream as as much as you can. And you know the ones that aren't on Spotify, you can find them on the underground sessions because uh, we just recorded them. So. <laughs> Acoustically, until, until I got the, a full band. Until the album band. comes out, yeah. these will have to, these, to hold these you will suffice. over. You know? yeah. um, but no, man, it was great having you on. I'm glad we finally uh, got something where the schedule's lined up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come back anytime. We, we love talking to you. Yeah, we love your great. music. Yeah. Yeah. Bad love ass, to see man. that white Thank dog you. in action. Yeah. It's not mine. It's not my guitar. <laughs> well, you're going to have to steal yeah, it. Just I got to, yeah. yeah. That's Jesus. I got a Gibson ES330. That's that's my that's my. That'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Any of the Gibsons will work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You do that. Uh, Christian will bring his Epiphone. And <laughs> hey, I love my Epiphone. <laughs> hey, man, Epiphones are dope. Yeah, they are. 
Well, he's got the nice, like the, what is it? The black beauty with the three, yeah, three the gold Paul pickups in it. Modern in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring the Paul Reed. There we go. Yeah. Mike's got a Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. We're good. Now we're just showing off. A little guitar yeah. tree. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, little <laughs> yeah. flex. You know? Yeah, just slight yeah. flex. Yeah. yeah. Close it off, Dylan. We all got That's Gibsons, it. you know. That's That's it. It. <laughs> all right. One more time. Uh, shout out to Low Res Brewing. Uh, shout out to Nathan Graham, who's sitting right next to me because he uh, kicks ass, yo. Uh, go check out his music on Spotify. Find him on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. It will be in the description to the episode. Uh, we will give you a description to Low Res's website on there as well. And, of course, like us, subscribe us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I was almost going to say Apple Music, but <laughs> we don't make music. <laughs> so um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, um, all the social medias. All, all of the, all the places the where the underground Helps us out tremendously. Another special shout out to Kevin, the uh, other owner of Low Res. We, yeah. we love oh, Dave. Yeah. Kevin is the other partner. We, this is our yeah. new favorite place. <laughs> I mean, it was already our favorite place before they let us record here. <laughs> but now it's been solidified. <laughs> now it's, been solidified. <laughs> it's set in stone now. Now it's for sure. Now it's yeah. solidified. It's but uh, yeah, man. Uh, awesome having you on. As always, thank you guys for listening and a huge thank you to Gerard Media LLC. You can listen to us on WIMS AM 1420, 95.1 FM, and 106.7 FM. You can also check us out at WHFB AM 1060, 102.5 FM. If you want to see some behind the scenes action, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram to get all the cool stuff we post while we're recording. Thank you for listening in. Hope you found your new favorite artist. To check out more, check the link in the description episode. We will see you in two weeks. Spend all of my time Sleep at the wheel Never thought I'd get too far Crawl down this road less known. I just want my story told. Leave a trail of broken hearts. We weren't meant to suffer. Too much pride to cry. Ah!
don't you feel better? Better off alone. Does it make you feel like a man? I know she's waiting at home. Don't you feel sorry? Sorry for yourself. Showing us your busted heart. You thought nobody could tell. As always, thank you guys for listening, and a huge thank you to Gerard Media, LLC. You can listen to us on WIMS AM 1420, 95.1 FM, and 106.7 FM. You can also check us out at WHFB AM 1060, 102.5 FM. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes action, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram to get all the cool stuff we post while we're recording. Thank you for listening in. Hope you found your new favorite artist. To check out more, check the link in the description episode. We will see you in two weeks.